It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Locked On Podcast Network presents Locked On Sports Today. The Cowboys fell to the Eagles the last time these NFC East heavyweights squared off. So why will this time be any different? And speaking of heavyweights, the Pacers upset another Eastern Conference one in the in-season tournament. And Michael Kay weighs in on the Yankees offseason so far. I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the can't-miss stories and biggest debates in sports. You're locked on sports today. Searching all major sports. Found. Let's start with the biggest story. Today's episode brought to you by our friends at FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. After the Philadelphia Eagles got worked by the San Francisco 49ers last weekend, Dallas Cowboys right back in the NFC East playoff race. The division title potentially up for grabs here, and it could be decided Sunday night on Sunday night football. It's the Cowboys and the Eagles. Landon McCool from Locked On Cowboys joins me now. And and Landon, we saw this game just a couple weeks ago. It was a thriller. The Cowboys lose a heartbreaker at the end. CeeDee Lamb can't get in on third and a mile. All right. It's not not his fault that that he couldn't get in. Uh, why, Why should we expect this game to go any differently? Oh, because that, I mean, you, you brought up that one, but there was eight of those type of plays that happened in, the, in that game that all went the Eagles way. If you remember, uh, you yeah. know, including three fumbles that uh, all were recovered by the Eagles, uh, Schoonmaker uh, uh, running the route uh, about a half an inch too short. Uh, you know, I mean, just thing after thing that, that it felt like, man, if one of those just turns the Cowboys way, uh, they win that game. And, and I think, if you go back and watch the game and, and, and just kind of watch the flow, like it felt like in a lot of ways, the Cowboys dominated that game in, in, uh, in Philadelphia. And now you bring that back onto home turf where the, where the Cowboys have been obviously invincible for the last 15 games or so. Uh, and, and really tough to beat beyond that. I think uh, the Cowboys fans feel a lot more confident. And it does seem like since then, the Eagles, more of their flaws have been exposed. Teams have found ways to attack their linebackers with more effectiveness. And it also seems like Dak Prescott, who was phenomenal in that game as well, has really settled in to this offense. Mike McCarthy, um, CeeDee Lamb, they're they're rolling. And it, it feels like they are in a different place just from a confidence level, just from a vibes level that they seem to be working on a different frequency right now yeah i mean i think that's you know i think dak and cd were obviously you know working pretty well against philly but but i think that the difference is now it's it's the rest of the guys around him ferguson has really taken a step up cooks has finally kind of settled in Yeah, more brandon cooks and and producing and 
yeah, it's really and, and, and it's been consistent. You know, it's not just like, uh, a, a, you know, an obligatory. Oh, here's a Cooks game. You know, like it, he's been a consistent part of the passing game. The fact that they've been able to kind of get the, the ball around to everybody. Uh, I, I think that's part of what's taken this offense kind of to the next level a little bit. Uh, so, yeah, so it does feel like where the Eagles uh, were kind of, you know, on the upper foot before when this when this game happened. Uh, you know, now the Cowboys kind of catch them on the downside. It's always tough. To, we know it's always tough to play a game after playing a tough 49ers team. Um, uh, and and I think, you know, the Cowboys are in a headspace and, and just in a chemistry space uh, as good as they've ever been. I think it, it's certainly in the last three or four years, it feels like. Well, and they have the rest advantage. You mentioned, you know, the Eagles, that 49ers game, it looked like they wore down. They were they were playing on, on shorter rest and all of that. Well, the Cowboys have the, the mini buy coming off the Thursday night game against Seattle. On that note, though, th- that mm. Dallas defense, they give up 35 points to that Seahawks offense that had not clicked the same way this year as we saw last year. Any any concerns about the defense coming out of that Thursday night game? Uh, I mean, I, I certainly think that, you know, you look at it, the reasons that you feel like the, the defense struggled that night is – you had a quarterback who was able to get the ball out very quickly to a, a dominant core of wide receiver core. I mean, really the only other group that could produce that kind of wide receiver core uh, is the Eagles. So, yeah. uh, you know, that's, you, you do have some concerns about the ability to to cover that, but I, 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 after watching AJ Brown in that San Francisco game, I mean, I was shaking my head the whole time that I don't think he's right. I think he, maybe he's healthy after feeling that, but he wasn't able to kind of separate the way, he was earlier in the season, uh, and I think it, if 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 that's the case, or if the Cowboys are able to slow down AJ Brown or focus on him enough, I think what we saw is that if you're able to keep AJ Brown in, the, uh, I'm sorry, if you're able to if you're able to keep Hurts in the pocket and slow down AJ Brown a little bit, uh, it, it's becoming tougher and tougher for Hurts to find uh, uh, answers if he's not able to squirt squirt out of the of the front of the pocket and get immediate yards, uh, especially on third downs and short. Stay up to date all year on the Dallas Cowboys by subscribing to Locked On Sports today and Locked On Cowboys on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube. Thanks for making Locked On Sports today your first listen. Coming up, the Pacers upset another Eastern Conference heavyweight and advance to the in-season tournament final. Before we get to that, Sean McDermott had an all-time ill-advised team meeting, and now people want answers. We're into the second half of the NFL season, and now is the best time to turn your sports knowledge into cash with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, what are you waiting for? The app is easy to use with a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, teasers, and more. There's also a lot of weekly promos and boosts to give you plenty of opportunities to increase your payout. The Broncos have cooled off a little bit from their red-hot win streak and now face the Chargers, both teams, desperately in need of a win. FanDuel thinks Denver has cooled off enough. They have the Chargers favored at home by two and a half. You can also combine bets for bigger payouts. Same-game parlay is a great way to watch sports. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and do the NFL season right. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. 
Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7 covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Now, here's what you need to be locked on today. It turns out, under no circumstances, do you really have to hand it to them. Sean McDermott brought the Bills together in the locker room in 2019 to discuss the importance of communication and used the terrorists who committed the 9-11 attacks as an example. According to a report from Ty Dunn, McDermott even asked specific players that were the key to the terrorist's success and what stood in their way of accomplishing their goals. McDermott addressed the report in Wednesday's press conference. I want to reference um, the team meeting that has been brought up. Uh, my intent in the meeting that day was to discuss the importance of communication and being on the same page with the team. I regretted mentioning 9-11 in my message that day, and I immediately apologized to the team. Not only was 9-11 a horrific event in our country's history, but a day day that I lost a good family friend. And so with that, I'll turn it over to answer any questions you might have. Are you serious? Of all the metaphors and examples he could use, he chose that. And if you're a Bills fan who's more upset that this report came because Tyler Dunn did the reporting than you are with Sean McDermott who used the metaphor, your priorities are in the wrong place. The New England Patriots and Pittsburgh Steelers got together for a football game that ended up being way more exciting than any of us thought it would be. The Pittsburgh Steelers, the Steel City team themselves got zapped by Bailey Zappi and the New England Patriots. The New England Patriots advance to 3-10 and 10 on the season. The Pittsburgh Steelers fall to 7-6. and six. The final score, 21-18. Like I said, Bailey Zappi, the winning quarterback for the New England Patriots. 19 for 28 passing, 240 yards, three touchdowns. Did have the interception, which maybe it was on him. Maybe it wasn't on him. I don't know. It was a really good defensive play, the deflection uh, and all that stuff. 115 quarterback or passer rating, uh, 115.2 passer rating on Thursday night. On the other side of the competition, uh, Mitchell Trubisky, 22 for 35, 190 yards passing, one touchdown, one interception, a 74.7 passer rating, uh, eight carries for 30 yards and another touchdown. So two touchdowns. I know every time uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers start to kind of get to within uh, range of having a losing season. People start talking about firing Mike Tomlin, and I don't think that's necessarily a situation. I think there's certainly a crossroads coming for the Pittsburgh Steelers in the next year or two. Uh, but I don't think, you know, this season, if this doesn't go well uh, the rest of the way, I don't think you, you cut ties with a guy like Mike Tomlin who's won so many games for your franchise. 
The Lakers and Pelicans met for the late window in season semifinal. About the 133-89 beatdown that the Lakers put on the New Orleans Pelicans in the semifinal of the in-season tournament on Thursday. Um, this one was gorgeous. <laughs> Just beautiful. And as I say... I don't want this to stay in Vegas. Like this is like a like the fully realized version of the Lakers. We've been waiting, Andy, for them to play that game where we got a feel for their ceiling. <laughs> like, oh, oh, this is what it can look like sometimes. And John Rom is joining Live Golf. The deal is believed to be longer than three years, is worth more than. $300 million and will include an ownership stake for Rom in a new Live Golf team, according to a report. This deal could shake an already fragile landscape of golf as Rom is a Masters champion and former number one overall ranked player. It's unclear how Rom's defection will impact the proposed alliance between Live and the PGA Tour. Live Golf's ability to poach a player of Rom's caliber would seem to give the Saudis leverage in negotiations, as the PGA Tour is also entertaining offers from a handful of US based investors this one is not over by a long shot here is another story you need to know the nba's first ever in-season tournament has created a darling it's the indiana pacers after taking down the boston celtics to get to the knockout round in las vegas the pacers a 128 119 win over the milwaukee bucks beating a pair of heavyweights in the eastern conference in the in-season tournament from T-Bowl Arena in Las Vegas. Tony East from Locked On Pacers joins me now. And, and Tony, this Pacers team, Tyrese Halliburton, who hit the dagger three to clinch this one. He was unbelievable, has been unbelievable all season here. How much of this do you feel like is a little bit of proof of concept for this Pacers team to say, yeah, we've got this great offense, but it actually does translate to what we're calling sort of quasi-playoff settings. Yeah, they've been a funky team, right? Like their record is solid at 12 and 8. They have wins like today, but they also have losses to Charlotte and Portland at home mm -hmm. because their defense has been so crummy for so much of the season. So they rightly, as the team playing, thinks, hey, we know we can beat anybody. Our offense is so good that if we just tighten up on defense for a little bit every game, we can do this. We've taken down the Titans. Currently, their in-season tournament, including the group play, they beat Cleveland, they beat Boston, they beat Philly. Now they beat Milwaukee. That was the top four in the East last year, right? Like that's as tough as it in wow. theory gets. And so they have these crappy losses holding their record back, but they know like at our best, not even our best sometimes, we can beat anybody. And in this game where Halliburton was so good and their bench completely crushed the Bucks bench for significant portions, they showed, hey, we're just as good as these guys despite our record, maybe not showing it. Well, and I, I think the difference this year for the Pacers is Tyrese Halliburton the the old adage in the NBA is you want to be able to say you had the best player on the floor. And the Pacers have not been able to say that in a playoff series in a long time. 27 and 15, no turnovers in this game against a Bucks defense that has not been great this season, but is predicated, theoretically, at least under new coach Adrian Griffin, on creating turnovers. It seems like he has taken that leap, which could be in a playoff series. He is the best player on the, on the floor now that he's gone head to head with Embiid, who you mentioned in, in the early rounds, Giannis now, and Jason Tatum. Absolutely. It's been the wildest part of all this is, you know, everybody ranked him after being an all-star last year, somewhere between 20 and 25th in their preseason player rankings. And sure. as of right now, he's 
fifth, sixth, seventh in that range, maybe even higher. He's been that good to start this season in a game like this. This is his second marquee game in a row with crazy stats and zero turnovers. And that's the biggest thing that makes him so successful is when he's in there, the Pacers with this high-powered offense, they're going to have a bunch of chances to score with that offense because he never gives it up despite having the ball all the time. He'll ping it out. Someone throws it back to him. He'll ping it again. And it's going to the right person at the right time. It's really hard to guard. And, of course, on top of that, He's a 40 to 45% three-point shooter. He's a brilliant commander in transition. He's a great leader of a team. And he's had a ton of clutch moments this season. Like, he outplayed Tatum two days ago. He, Giannis was equally good today, I would say. But the fact that it's equal is, is so impressive. And yeah. he's made this ascent from, you know, lock for all-star to, is this guy in the tier one of talent in the league? Can he be that guy? Because... Yeah, it's not the playoffs. It's not a series with all these adjustments. But in these one-game tournament settings, he's been just as good as anybody. Yeah, in, in the last two games against the Milwaukee Bucks, the Pacers have won games in which Giannis has over 90 points combined, which is pretty wild. Uh, he put 50 on them the last time these two teams played. Uh, there, there are some discussions. Uh, Woj reporting that Tyrese Halliburton is putting the feelers out a little bit. Hey, you want to come play in Indiana? Come play with me. This was certainly a showcase game for that. But right now, do you feel like searching out that that hey let's go for it move is the right thing to do for the Pacers right now I would have said no even a week ago right when they were nine and eight and about to play the heat in Miami again without Halliburton who was sick that day but if they're maybe this good of a top six top five team in the east and Halliburton's under contract for six more years which in the NBA is unheard of yeah maybe it's time to start hitting the accelerator to start making the moves to add talent to add to their team and they could turn around and tell you right now, why would we do that? We're already pretty good, and we know we have this long leash. But, you know, he is that kind of talent. He knows he's got the ability to bring guys in. The Pacers talked about that last season. Their front office was saying, we think we have a master recruiter beyond talent that he actually has. And we've seen him connect with people at every stop, with Team USA, with this Pacers team, with the Kings. How many guys are gutted to be traded from Sacramento? That says everything about who he is and how he connects with people. And that's what he wants. He wants to be able to tell their guys, hey, come play with me with the Pacers. We can do something awesome. And they are just a, a, a robin away from maybe being that level of team and they have the right guy to potentially bring one to a market like Indiana. Yeah, and still just 23 years old. The pride of Oshkosh, North Wisconsin. You love to see it, Tony. Appreciate the time. Yep, thanks for having me. Stay up to date all year on the Indiana Pacers by subscribing to Locked On Sports today and Locked On Pacers on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube. Coming up, Michael Kay weighs in on the Yankees offseason so far, which just got a lot more interesting in the last 48 hours. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. The Yankees traded for Juan Soto, and it was only then that we remembered that they were there. It's been a strange year for the Yankees and their fans, as most have started pitying the team rather than hating them. Locked on Yankees host Stacey Gatsoulias and Steve Granato were joined by Michael Kay to look at where the Bronx Bombers go from here. 
you know, from the, the time, I guess it was on Tuesday, you know, when I was doing the, the hot stove show on Yes with Jack, and Jack was all over it, and he, he said it was essentially done. You know, I started processing then. I mean, this is at the age of 24. Now, he's 25 now. He's one of the best players in the history of baseball when you look at it, every kind of metric, old-time metrics, advanced metrics. That's how good this guy is. And the Yankees flexed last night when it became official. They they essentially, you know, assumed the role again of the evil empire, you know, pairing up Judge and, and Soto at the two, three spots in that order and the people that you could put around them. You know, it's going to be tough for any pitcher in baseball to navigate that lineup. And, you know, I said this on the show last night, that first inning is going to be must-see TV. I mean, who wants to miss Soto batting and, and, and Judge batting and possibly Stanton and Rizzo? So they, they've, they've built up an animalistic lineup. But, you know, in truth, they traded away a lot of pitching depth, and they definitely got work to do to, uh, to shore up their pitching. But right now their offense is in pretty good shape. Listen, when it comes to the Yankees, this is going to flip in a hurry. There is an entire generation of fans who right now don't really know what it means for the Yankees to be the evil empire, who don't know what it means to hate the Yankees because all they do is win and all they do is spend the most money to win the most games and the most World Series titles. There are plenty of people who don't remember what prime Derek Jeter was like. That makes me feel old, of course, but that's the truth. And so... This is going to ebb and flow. And a trade like one for Juan Soto, which could put the Yankees right back in the World Series mix, is the kind of thing that could remind people, oh yeah, the Yankees, they're still the Yankees. And finally, while Justin Jefferson will not be able to reach 2,000 yards after dealing with a hamstring injury this season, he has set his sights on 1,000 yards. I want to end every single year over 1,000, Jefferson said. He's been stuck at 571 since suffering his hamstring injury in week five. Of course, he was catching passes from Kirk Cousins then, and Cousins is out for the rest of the year with an Achilles. Jefferson will have to hope whoever takes snaps for the Vikings at quarterback can get him the ball. And you know they're going to try. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Coming up on the next Locked On Sports Today, who is poised for a playoff push down the stretch of the NFL season? So at least until tomorrow, stay Locked On Sports Today. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.